0: Good morning, this is Pastor Chad, and you are listening to episode one of Give Me Jesus. With the new year comes new things, and this is something that I really hope will stick. My intention is to record an episode perhaps every week, simply to inspire, encourage, equip the church. Each episode will be just a few minutes long and will be focused on a particular text of Scripture. Today, we will be looking at the baptism of Jesus in Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 through 15, But before we get to that, I just want to say a quick word about the opening of the podcast. The song you heard is titled I Need You, Jesus, by Zach Dietz. Zach is an old friend of mine, and I'm using this song with his permission. But I do want to give you some instruction on where you can find it. If you go to iTunes, you can type in Evergreen Music, and the title of the album is Lead Me to You. Again, the song is called I Need You, Jesus. You can also find it on YouTube and other platforms. Just type in I Need You, Jesus. Zach Dietz, Z-A-C-H-D-I-E-T-Z, and uh, you'll be able to find other music of his as well, and I recommend it to you. Well, let's go ahead and take a look now at Matthew 3, beginning in verse 13. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. So what we see here is Jesus, the sinless Son of God, coming to be baptized by John. Now remember, the Gospels tell us that John's baptism was a baptism of repentance, And it is for this very reason that John was reluctant to baptize Jesus. In verse 14, we read, John would have prevented him saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But here, Jesus' response in verse 15. He says, Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Now, the meaning of this is a bit mysterious, but I think we can make some sense of it. We see here that just as Jesus died for sins he did not commit, in some sense he even repented for sins he did not commit. Now, of course, it does not follow that we therefore do not need to repent in order to be saved. We do. The scriptures are clear on that. But just as our faith is not perfect, neither is our repentance. But Jesus has us covered. It seems there are many things Jesus needed to do before going to the cross, Another of these immediately follows Jesus' baptism uh, when he is led out by the Spirit into the wilderness, and there he is tempted for 40 days. We see a striking similarity here to the people of Israel who were in the wilderness for 40 years, and they were tempted, they were tested many, many times, and they failed again and again. But now Jesus in the wilderness for 40 days, we see that he passes the test that His people failed over and over again. The test that we fail over and over again. I think we can say that Jesus likewise did this to fulfill all righteousness. So we see that Jesus' death for our sins does not stand alone, but it is preceded by a life of perfect righteousness. Indeed, Jesus lived the righteous life that we fail to live, and he died the death that we deserve. And one really incredible thing we see here is that the righteous life Jesus lived was not one far removed from our own experience. No, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Or as the author of Hebrews writes in chapter 4 verse 15, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. So do not ever think that Jesus does not understand. He went through all of the trials and temptations that we do and much more, yet was without sin. Moreover, he did everything needed to fulfill all righteousness, even submitting to the baptism of repentance and ultimately death on a cross, so that this righteousness might be credited to all who repent and believe. Well, that concludes our study for today. Next week, we'll continue on in this passage in Matthew chapter 3. We'll look at verses 16 and 17, looking at the actual baptism of Jesus that follows. So I hope you'll listen in again next week. Until then, I pray that you have a wonderful week. And that God blesses you and blesses others through you. Oh my- no.